And we're back. Thanks for joining us again on the Chorus of Nights podcast. We're happy to have you here. My name is Cooper, and alongside me, as always, is Mark. Hello there. And Jack. Good morning, everyone. And we are gathered here today to talk about The Force Awakens. That's right. We're finally in sequel territory. That's right. We <laughs> definitely are. Uh, we're continuing the rewatch series. We're getting towards the end, uh, which is quite sad because I've, I've really enjoyed uh, enjoyed this uh, journey. Just a reminder, we do have socials on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and did I say Patreon? I can't remember. No. Nope. Nope? Okay. Well, uh, go follow us on Patreon. Um, that would be greatly appreciated. Thanks to Ben and Nikita for their support. And on YouTube, we have our weekly polls where you can interact with us. We can we ask questions every week and vote for your opinion and leave a comment down below. That's right. It's been good fun doing that uh, every week, and it's good to uh, engage with the community, which is uh, always good fun. Okay, we'll get into the nitty-gritty now, positives and negatives. Mark, do you want to start us off? I'll start us off, yes. And good. everybody knows I'm not the biggest fans of the sequels, However, I will say that this one I actually somewhat enjoy and I think out of the three, it's the best. And personally, I'm going to put that down to the fact that they just ripped off A New Hope, which was already a good story. But we can get into that later. As for the positives, I'll say that the visual effects are probably the most obvious one. I think the fact that Disney have all that money and all that technology, they can make it you know, just look great. I mean, look at this background I have here. The lightsabers look clean. Everything looks really nice. I thought the cinematography in the film actually was also surprisingly good. Like, there were a lot of shots or, you know, like aerial shots, and I was like, you know what, that actually does look pretty good, i got to admit. And, yeah, I mean, the acting, we had some pretty good acting, and Jack will completely agree that Adam Driver was really good as Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can never go wrong with Harrison Ford either. I thought actually Poe Dameron is actually a really good character as well. Very underrated, I think. Yeah, he's opinion. underrated. He's I feel like he's too much of a side character for when people talk. Yeah, about I feel like he's he's I feel like he's a, his side character, but he should be elevated into a main protagonist mm-hmm. position. Well, I'll just say quickly, and I do agree that he is, but I'm kind of jumping the gun here. In two movies' time, in two movies' time, Poe Dameron has uh, the second most amount of screen time. Thanks for the hint. He gets gets a fair bit in in number three of the uh, Dan Rise. I can't remember too much about that movie, but I think in this movie, I feel like he he could have done a lot more or been involved a lot more because he's like he he's in the very start of the movie and. You're like, oh, this is a cool dude, you know. We're going to see a lot of cool action and everything, but we don't really see him until a lot later on, actually. I think it's is it not even until the uh, base at the end, back on the base. He's and um, in, in the, the fight X-wing, at Takadana. Taka, yeah, yeah Takadana, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you say um, Takadana? Takadana? Not that, not Takadana. that I think it matters. Takadana, okay, all right. Takadana, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was, I can't think of what else. I think that might have been all I had for positives, well, if, honestly. If you remember yeah. anything else, then you jump in. Because that's what yeah. I think that's what my kind of perspective would be on these three sequels. Because aside from like the most obvious ones, it's kind of hard to like 
specifically say it from my in my opinion because it's just it does feel a lot different to the other Star Wars movies and I think that's mm. universally known even if you like it or don't like it. It's it's different, to say the least. But I mean, Mark, if you're all, all good to... Actually, I had one last thing I did remember, which I, as I was saying before we started recording, I think this... I don't know if it's a positive for Force Awakens or more of a negative for The Last Jedi, but I thought the ending of this film had a really good position, and I can see Cooper's face is already disagreeing with me. It had a great position for a good story, with Ray mm. handing Luke the old lightsaber back. We could or have an seen old Jedi Master. We could have seen the good old Luke that we all know and love, but mm. then we all know how the Last Jedi started. Mm. Not only did he throw away the lightsaber, but he threw away all opportunity for a good story. That is a strong and powerful line, Mark. I respect it. Thank you. Okay. One week. No, one week. Unlucky. <laughs> one week. Next week will be the largest argument we've ever seen. We're going to go for a few hours. We'll be in person for that one, guys. So don't worry about that. You get to see our get to see language some and everything. Yeah. So <laughs> to begin off my positives, I would actually like to mention, looking at your background, Mark, it's funny how they promote and especially they did a lot with Finn with the blue lightsaber. And yes. Ray with- oh, yeah, that's true. Because he holds it, like, a few times, but gets absolutely destroyed. And obviously, they don't go with that storyline of him really um being a stormtrooper, um, ex-stormtrooper, or ex-first order trooper in- into a Jedi. They tried to do as it kind of in Rise with maybe he's kind of Force-sensitive, but then it's kind of like nowadays with Disney, everyone's got a bit of the force in them and they're all a bit force sensitive and all, no one's unique and original anymore. Anyway, um, positive with the movie. I thought it was okay. Storyline wise. I mean, it would be better if it was a more original, but it followed legit the same plot points. What, as so is that a positive? I said, it's a positive for it being enjoyable to watch, okay. but a negative in terms of being creative, which I'll mention later. Yeah. I completely um, agree. Yeah, Star Killer Base. It looks visually unreal. I think it's it's menacing, a lot more menacing in my opinion than um the Death Star because it just looks a bit more like I don't know how to. This is gonna sound weird, but it looks more grounded in reality than it does than Death Star, which is just like a floating orb. Like this one, it's like oh, it's like a planet which is a weapon kind of thing. I don't know. It just you know how they call the Death Star a planet like like killing weapon thing. This looks more like a planet killing weapon because it's a planet. Mm. With weapon, um, you know, can we just yeah. quickly mention in this picture that is behind me, it looks like a Pokeball. Yeah, true. A little bit, yeah. I think, I think, yeah, with Mike saying about the visuals, is I mean, if the visuals weren't as good as the originals and prequels, then that would be concerning. Unreal. Is yeah, concerning on the amount of money, the amount of time and effort they put in. Obviously, it took how many years before this one between this one and um, Return. Anyway, so many years. I can't uh, put a number This up. was 2015, yeah. so for 30... It was 30, 2000... And, was it 2007 and 8? No. Wait, do you oh, mean this one? Revenge. Oh. Revenge of the Sith. Revenge, yeah. Technically, Revenge is like only 10... Under 10? Anyway, long time. Long time. We don't need to get a specific date. Um. Anyway, I thought... The characters of Kylo Ren and Poe, and I'll go to the extent of Snoke, even in this movie, if you talk in movie in particular, and Finn were really, really, really good, I thought. They 
introduce new characters, I thought, in a strong way and powerful way, especially with Kylo at the village. I also thought Snoke gave an imposing, mysterious um, figure that you thought was going to be a lot like the Emperor, but mm. obviously he was the Emperor in a way. I don't know. It's so weird anyway. <laughs> the whole... That's why, if I'm trying to look at it holistically in terms of a movie alone, I thought they led they were going to lead to something real cool. Because they had, think- they had a lot of good, like I don't know if you'd say opportunities, but good plot points yeah. for the future films to explore. They, did. they they left it teased a lot. They they mm. basically played it safe, being the first Star Wars movie in a long time, and I get why they did that, and I thought it was a smart decision. But then obviously after it just blew it out. Bought out the water, in my opinion. I feel like um, another underrated character as well is General Hux. I actually really like this character. He was alright in this. I mean, he's a typical. In my opinion, he's just a typical um bad guy. Like a well, he's like imperial a officer general. sort of thing. Yeah, he's typical. Nothing yeah. different, I guess. About him, which I guess they try to do later on, but did it different in another yes, bad way. Which they in a way I think do. was not good. Yeah, but um. Uh, to begin off, I loved Kylo Ren's design. I thought the character designs and costumes in this movie were done on like really good. Like even Ray, she just looks really good in those kind of like you know deserty kind of color robes. And then you got Finn wearing that leather jacket from Poe and becomes his iconic thing. So I just think, and also a lot of people criticize. I remember a lot of people criticizing about Kylo Ren's mask being similar to Darth Vader, but that's literally the whole point of it, though. No, like having a mask because he's idolizing his his I guess. You wouldn't call him hero, but his grandfather or whatever, you know. He thought he was the um, you know, the person to save the galaxy kind of thing. But I thought the mask was cool, that he sounded good in the mask too. His hooded figure was good. His lightsaber I thought was a unique addition to the Star Wars franchise having a cross guard because it was like the classic old and like canon books, which are legends now, with having the cross guard because it protects you from getting your um hands sliced off when you're in a duel with a lightsaber because it has an extra bit of protection of the cross guard. But also, I thought, this is not on purpose, but in my head, I think it is, and I like it as a positive. When Kylo Ren fights, he he uses it as kind of like a sword. It's quite heavy. You know, it, he throws some weight into it. But then I don't like how the other jars in these movies use it like it's heavy too when it's just a regular lightsaber. I thought it would have been more unique if they were a bit more faster and Kylo had the more heavier, powerful strikes because of, you know, the might of it. I thought that would have been a great thing that they could have done, but they kind of made Ray and even Finn make it look like the lightsabers were so like heavy when we've never seen it happen before. Like I don't know, it's just if I made a jump, jump in on that point. Yep, I do see it. what you're saying, but I'm pretty sure um, George has said, and I'm pretty sure in that duel between Luke and Vader on Cloud City, that when Luke uses the lightsaber, it looks pretty heavy the way he's using it. I'm pretty sure it's meant to be kind of like you know if you're untrained with it that it seems more heavy and cumbersome, whereas when you're trained with it, it seems really light and easy to use. I would agree with that. However, you're trying to say that you're trying to say that Kylo Ren and Ray by the end of this whole trilogy still have not mastered anything because they still are heavy with their stuff. Are they even at the end yeah. even in the yeah. last film? I've watched Rise a lot of lot more times than the other two. He's still going like this and she's still going like I think it's about form. Because I think Luke's form was not as um refined because of he only had like a little bit of training but i reckon if luke was grew up in the jedi council era and stuff he would be the best jedi even stronger than anakin in my Mm, opinion that's my opinion i think because of the lack of influence upon other jedis and how little of training he kind of actually did have meant he wasn't 
to his full potential. And I reckon that was due to form also too. His form of the lightsaber was never really that perfected in my opinion. So <laughs> anyway, that's that little side <laughs> note. Um, well, other positive about the film, the music again, I did like oh. Palo Ren's theme is unreal. unreal. I can't believe I forgot to mention the music. Yeah. Um, I reckon Cooper likes Ray's theme, but I... <laughs> Do you, Cooper? I'll talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't like it. I think it's... I, I think I like it as her scavenger becoming Jedi theme. But then I'm thinking about it even in Last Jedi and Rise. I don't... It's not a triumphant theme, in my opinion, for her to, like, come back to, like, fight the Emperor. Like, it's just... Yeah, I don't know what it is. I think her whole character, in my opinion... I love Daisy Ridley, and I'm actually excited to see her new Star Wars... The new Star Wars film they're doing with her. I reckon they actually might go, hopefully, a bit more wiser with her. Because I really didn't like how they portrayed her character in these films. And that was a big... A big kind of error in my opinion that oh this is negative um forgot um <laughs> anyway i'll go into it later but to sum it up i thought they had a good introduction to these characters it led me wanting more mm-hmm. but then it didn't satisfy me because it wasn't as creative so i'm a bit on the fence about this movie and the positives and the yeah movie. so yeah um if now, cooper. i was just wondering cooper it's up to you but i i think i had a few more things to mention go for it go ahead all right well just to quickly launch off what Jack just said about how he was left wanting more there, that does remind me of when I when I saw it in the cinema, you know, the first time actually seeing a Star Wars movie in the cinema, Max, which is pretty I'm, pretty I'm real if you think about it. Pretty weird thing to think about. And we left the cinema wanting, you know, we we're excited to see what would happen. Mm. So that's a positive. And the other one is a scene in particular. I was watching the movie with subtitles. And there's the the whole scene when Kylo kills Han. I was actually really invested in that scene for the first time, I think, watching it. And I think that's because I could actually read the words and understand what they're actually saying. Because I don't know why, but I've never really understood what it was. And Kylo Ren was saying to him, "Um, can you help me? And Han said, anything. And then when Kylo stabs him, he says, thank you. So it kind of leads you, because early in the film as well, Kylo says he's feeling a pull to the light. So I feel like it leads you to believe that that Kylo is going to renounce being a Sith or a Knight of Ren or whatever you want to call him. But then they completely flip it over and he kills Han and he says thank you because in reality he needed he wanted help in trying to become this evil villain, uh, representative of Darth Vader. Whereas as a the oh, viewer, yeah. you're kind of thinking he's going to redeem himself and go back with his father. I think that's that, uh, it's all right. For I don't know if it's just mine or mine. You just cut it a little bit, but I got the gist of what you said. Okay. Um, yeah. I think that was done on purpose, which is kind of why I wasn't really. I wasn't a twisting. I was expect like going to be like, oh my gosh, he killed, he killed Han. When Han started walking across that bridge, I knew it was. Yeah. Game. When I, I first saw the film, I thought the same thing. I thought, yeah, Han's gone. Yeah, I but, was like, oh. but I don't. Maybe it's just because I was able to. I don't know. Like I've said, read, read it, kind of like interesting. reading the dialogue. Yeah, I don't know. It just it gave me a different vibe. That's that's unique. You know, and I thought the fact that I was actually invested in that scene, I got to mention it as a positive. That says a lot. That says a lot. It does because there weren't a whole lot of opportunities in that film where I was actually invested. 
I thought I was invested in that one too with the music and stuff. I just mm. thought the twist wasn't as what I think they expected it to be. So I would say the complete opposite. And I know we have differing views, but I never once felt bored in this movie. I thought the action sequences were paced out really well, spaced out really well. I was never, I was never one moment where I'm like, oh God, can this just come on? Move it along. Hmm. Interesting. I thought the first time yeah. I agree with you on that. I don't know if, if it's that I wasn't um, entertained or whatever you said. When I say invested, I mean, you know, like, I'm actually actively thinking about what's happening and what's going right. to happen as opposed to just kind blindly of watching. blindly watching it. Exactly. Okay, that's fair enough. Okay. I think, yeah, I agree with you on that, Cooper. I think, honestly, it's hard to, with these movies, the sequels, I reckon every time I watched it the first for the very first time, I enjoyed, I almost enjoyed them a lot more than when I do now. You know what I mean? Like, I know you said it because I'm going to watch it, but a lot of the recent movies I have watched and then straight after I'm like, yeah, this is horrendous, you know? But like with these ones, I actually kind of was like, huh, that was actually pretty good. But then after, it just gets progressively worse, in my opinion, for each of them. I just see the plot holes. I see how the influence of just liking the franchise has has on you. And when I watch this film, I think it is pretty boring, in my opinion. I think all the sequel ones are pretty boring, actually, rewatching it. However, there is moments in each of the movies which I think are shot and paced really well. I think the pacing is better than the originals in most of them. Um, however, I think this one was actually I enjoyed more the first time than after with Force Awakens. I enjoyed it a lot more the very first time. Interesting uh, take there. Um, if you guys are happy uh, for me to go now, I'll yeah. like to start um... with two things first. Before I even get into my list. First of all, um, what you were mentioning before, Mark, with the subtitles, I also watched mine with subtitles. And there was a line between Ray and BB-8 or like a conversation that I didn't understand what Ray actually said. And I didn't really understand what was meant. Because it's when Ray asked BB-8, where do you come from? Oh, yeah. And then she says something that I never knew. But she says, classified in like a question mark. And then she mm. says, me too. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, I never, I, I never understood what she meant by classified, but now I'm glad I understand because it, uh, it makes a bit of sense. But yeah, because she didn't know. Yeah, yeah. It's still anyway, a weird word to use for that. It is. It is very for the A to make sense, know. but not for not for Ray. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. The second thing I want to mention, and this is kind of going back further in the conversation I had before, mm-hmm. with the with the crossguard lightsaber. Ah. Do you remember? The first time you guys watched the teaser trailer yeah. uh, for yeah. this, and you, you saw Kylo Ren pull out that crossguard lightsaber, I can did you guys see go flipping nuts like I did. Yeah, I thought yeah. the trailers done did really well. For I think, and I've made this clear before about the crossguard. I think, sorry, I think honestly, when I saw that, I was not excited, and I didn't hate it at that point in time, but I was more just kind of surprised or thought it was weird. I. Uh, yeah. Interesting, but also they didn't have that shot in the in the movie, didn't they? They just didn't no. have a shot. No, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. All right, I've got I've gone specific, and I'll kind of go through them quickly. But I don't want to take away from the cinema, uh the the beauty of this film because I think it's a very nice film. First of all, oh, I don't know if I don't know if you noticed. Actually, I'll just start very general. The village scene at the start was perfect. That was that yeah. was done really well. That was a good scene. It established yeah. who the heroes were, who the villains were. It showed what 
like what was at stake and it showed that the first order have no mercy Mm -hmm. they were like yep this whole village you know the the spy came here no just kill them all doesn't matter and also the fact that the fact that the camera focuses on finn as a stormtrooper yeah that was fantastic you don't see that you never see the camera make it clear that you should you should be focusing on a stormtrooper yeah Mm. yeah and what I loved is that this is probably the first film, I know it's not the only film, but it's probably the first film in the in the whole series that focuses on the Empire for a good 15 minutes. Oh, not the Empire, the First Order for a good, or the mm. bad guys for the first 15 minutes. And you kind of, I know, I know like in return, uh, in return, you get the start with Palpatine and Vader, but like you really, you get all the characters, you get Phasma, Kylo Ren, uh, Poe and Los Santeca. And who else? BB-8. So it's just a perfect start to the movie, in my opinion. Yeah, it was a good introduction. Good start. I don't know. I don't know if you'll agree with me on this one. There was a shot of Ray on the speeder at sunset going past. Gave me uh, Attack of the Clones vibes with Anakin. Yeah, I can understand where you're coming from, but I didn't notice it. I didn't. I didn't link it, but I neither did I. I thought it was lacking some Jewel of the Fates music, but um, it lacks a lot. I'm gonna say it later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I think the the sound effects in this movie are fantastic. 100%. The best addition they ever did, and this goes for all the sequels, is the sound effects of the force. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the cool. the subtle like the deep kind of whooshes and yeah. deep growls and rumbles. Oh, it's I fantastic. actually find it funny that they include that in the closed captions. <laughs> yeah, they, they do. said like, what was it like a um. Swishing sound or something yeah. like that. How good is the sound of uh, Carlo's like flame kind of vibrating of the lightsaber when it's idling? Yeah, that's something you don't. I think in a lot of the other movies you don't hear the idling, and like mm. I feel like a lot of the ignitions back in, um, especially in the Attack of the Clones when they were in the Coliseum esque genosis. Oh, they all sound the same. They all sounded the same. There was no uniqueness. I feel like these movies do try and give you a bit of like if you closed your eyes and you heard someone ignite a lightsaber, you could tell who it is like yeah. even Bass and um obi-wan's in the originals it kind of sounded the same in my opinion it's not that different so i think yeah. the sound design team needs to get a raise for that definitely yeah, that was fantastic mm-hmm. um i this i don't know how uh you'll take this point i really liked bba as a character in this movie i know it's a ripoff of r2d2 but i found that bba was quite funny and added some unique sort of interactions I thought the one that sticks out in mind is the bit where he, when Finn says, get us there as fast as you can, and he sticks out the thing and puts a thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> I think he funny. has a lot more. I think he has good character, like in yeah. terms of, not character like uh, arc, but like character <laughs> of a droid. Like R2. Yeah. I mean, like C3PO yeah. and R2D2 don't get character arcs, but. I was going to say C3PO. Yeah, I think hot take. I actually kind of prefer BB-8 over C-3PO because I prefer droids when they're not obnoxiously talking all the time and taking up dialogue. Like, yep. well, yeah, I think it's... You know, every other movie you've been saying C-3PO is annoying and I've been saying I completely disagree. Mm. I kind of got those vibes in this movie. With BB-8? No, with C-3PO that he was a bit annoying. Yeah, yeah. well, he came in in like the last 40 minutes of the movie and didn't I think... do anything. I think the main one is when Han and Leia see each other for the first time in who knows how long. And he just jumps in front and starts saying, like, General Leia, do you know who this is? It's, he's, he's a character who's beloved upon a, lot, upon a lot of people, but I never really connected with him. I don't know. 
he just always was kind of there. And I always loved R2. And I thought R2 was the cutest like character ever. And then there's C3PO, who's just there. Talking. I, talking. So annoying. I so- I thought I get that vibe about just being there with Chewbacca. I don't think he really adds a lot he to more. Yeah, he needs more dialogue. I feel like yeah. that in this movie, yes. He well, not dialogue, but like growling, whatever he yeah. language. <laughs> there was that um, scene where he was an absolute monster oh, yeah. when yes. Han died. Was, and, yeah. Was, yeah. and he he went rage mode. That was awesome. Yeah, he did go rage mode. He almost killed Kylo. Yeah. He almost... um, yeah, that's true. He shot Kylo in the knee. No, it was the um, hip, I thought. Yeah, well, somewhere anyway. Yeah, somewhere. he was in a fight with Ray. He was, like, hitting it, getting the mm. excess. Yeah. Mm. Um, I've, I'm kind of skipping ahead here. I really liked Hux's speech on Starkiller Base. Yeah, that was cool. That really showed how... Determined. Um, okay, so here's the thing, right? And I'm jumping forward in movies here. How can that man be... Oh, okay, hang on. Let me rephrase. I don't know what you're going to say. Don't say yeah. the spy thing. Because... No, 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 no. I was wondering, like, did he turn spy after this? Because he seemed so invested in the First Order. No, it was Last Jedi. It was that movie. Okay. And that, right. That's thing. why. That's one of my points that we'll be focused on in later movies. Yeah. That's why I said I like Hux in this film. But he was... It just doesn't make sense at all, in my opinion. He's... he's he, he ordered the destruction of, like, a whole system. A whole star system. Yeah. And then He's, and yeah. that was the Republic. And then all of a sudden he decides, oh, actually, I want the Republic back. So he <laughs> didn't want the Republic back. Well, no, well, he just he, wanted Kylo He was in the Resistance either yeah. way. I he think that the made, Resistance. I think it wouldn't have made any sense at all if he was just good. Like, he was still evil. He just didn't. Exactly. He did they should have just kept him as he was. Like, even oh, no. make him... Oh, Make him a warlord or something afterwards. I don't know. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, that could have done that too. I was just more saying the spy thing isn't as confusing. I think as you guys were trying to make it out to be. I think. Nah, I reckon it I is. I think it's a power hungry thing. He doesn't want Kylo Ren to be above him, and I think that happens a lot in these kind of like military military kind of things. I think it just surprised everyone because of how like uncalled for it kind of was. It didn't lead <laughs> it. like there was no like hints at him doing it, which made it weird. Like, you know what I mean? They didn't, like, show you, like, a thing where he, like, looks over at, um, like, Kylo in, like, a disgust apart from, like, um, when he was going to kill, what's it called? Kill uh, Kylo with uh, the gun at Last Jedi. Remember yeah. that? That yeah. was the only time you actually kind of saw him, like, oh, this guy hates Kylo Ren. I and mean, then they just make it up, like, oh, yeah, he was always trying to, like, take out Kylo kind of thing because he wanted to hire power, which was a bit weird. Uh, I was just laughing before, and I didn't. I'm sorry if that kind of distracted you, but I just kept thinking about the line, "I'm the spy." Yeah, uh, I know. yeah, <laughs> I agree. Right, right. <laughs> uh, it's terrible. Okay, uh, I really liked. I don't know if you guys picked up on this. I really liked Han's nickname for Finn. Did you pick up what that was? I think I've forgotten it already. I haven't really. It was it. Mark. Do you know? Or... Can't think of it at the moment. No. It was big deal. He calls uh, yeah. him Big Deal. Is he saying he's in the resistance? Yeah. 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 I thought that was pretty cool. That's uh, funny, but I did not notice that at all. Okay. I think you'll like, you guys will agree with me. And this is where I kind of feel like it deviates from the uh, uh, New Hope plotline. The Battle of Takadana was chef's That was kiss. good. That was good. Yep. And in particular, 
I love the arrival of the resistance yep. and the, the march of the resistance theme. Yep, fantastically the, um, done. There's all zooming I could in think... on the horizon. Oh yeah. Sorry, you go. No, 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 no. I was done. You go. I was just gonna say, all I can think of when I saw that was the Battlefront Two map. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, the Battlefront Two map does really good at like uh, yeah. copying. So it does. I like the whole battle sequence. I didn't like the priest stuff at the bar and the whole lightsaber being in Maz yeah. castle thing. That was a bit. That, that was a bit. No sense. That was just. Yeah, I agree. Like, yeah. I, thought that, agree. I don't like Maz's character that much. She's too like OP for no reason. Also, she knows everything. Like, she's how. like a Yoda, but without the Force. Yeah, what? But then she knows about the Force. I don't. It's just another useless addition. Like, you don't need to have that many like new characters in, in the movie. But um, when they step outside. Perfect. The fight was perfect. I, I agree with Mars Probably. being a useless right. character. I don't mm. think Mars is a very good character at all. Um, yeah. I don't know how well you're going to take this point. I really like... There's one There's one long shot of Poe like, destroying 20 TIE fighters yep. as Finn runs across the battlefield. Yep. That's amazing. Yep. And that is something that I think the originals didn't really do very well. Yep. You saw in the asteroid field Han be a good pilot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, managed to avoid all the asteroids and everything. Well, mostly. But in this one, Poe, he's been told that he's a great pilot. And we've we've been told he's a great pilot. But in that shot, you just get to see how fluent, like, how fluent he is in, in, yeah, in the next wing. Actively fighting both ground and aerial yeah. battles. That's what, yeah. I yeah. do give you that. But I think, once again, that comes down to um, money. You know what I mean? Like, mm. they would not have been able to do... It would have looked so fake just having, like, a model ship go like that. Imagine, like, I'm yeah. picturing that scene, but with the graphics of, like, A New Hope and stuff. Would not be possible. That's what I'm yeah, saying. No. That's why you can't really compare them. They would have spent the whole budget on it. Yeah. I'm comparing them in terms of plot and, like, dialogue, because that never changes over time kind of thing, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, yeah. The, f- graphics the thing I stuff. find funny about that scene is the cinematography. Is It, it looks like they just strapped the GoPro to one of the wings. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, quite literally. I like it. Yeah, though. that's really cool. Yeah, it, was, yeah, it, it looks, was different. It looks funny. I love it when they do that with ties and stuff too, and Mando and stuff. It's so cool. I love it. Andor. I'm gonna say this before I forget it, and I didn't write it down, but it's really good. Um, I really like how there's a lot of moments in this movie where stormtroopers are shot, but it's like they get hit with a, a brick wall. Mm. They go flying. Yeah, yeah. with the boat. I cast love stuff. that. I don't know why it's so cool Chewie's to see cast. It looks yeah. so funny. It's but... smart because it tries to show that it's an actual weapon that is not the same as a regular like blaster. Like it's yeah. not. Mm. Like it never has been. They acted like the way it. they just ragdoll through the air. Good. It's a powerful. And even 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 with the X wings that are shooting the the people yeah. on the ground, the soldiers, just... I just they get thrown back. It's, it's funny. just awesome to see and yeah. great uh, action set so pieces. Plastic. Yeah, makes sense. Sticking with Takadana, there's a long shot of Finn running after Ray uh, when the ship's leaving, like with Kylo and Ray. I thought that was pretty good. Um, and he kind of, I don't know if he shoots any stormtroopers on the way, but just I love the long Green shot Ray. where it just kind of goes across. Yeah, I don't that know. was the only time where he could scream Ray, and it would make sense. Yeah, <laughs> quite literally. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. right, um, I'm getting into general here. I liked Luke's reveal. I thought the music and the yep. swelling of the yeah. music was incredible. Uh, and even though he wasn't in the movie that much, I thought I thought it was right for his story. From when we first saw in the opening credits that he's vanished mm-hmm. to showing up, it felt almost like uh, a reward for <coughs> getting through the movie. Yeah. Um, I thought 
the the story felt nostalgic but also new. It was like it was yeah. refreshed. It was a refreshed version of a new hope. I agree, but it did a great job at at bringing the uh, audience back into the world. Because you got to yeah. think, it's been thirty something years since we've seen like Han and Leia and mm-hmm. Chewie and Luke. So it's does well to bring everyone back into this time period or this new time period, um, familiarizing ourselves with characters we know, yeah, uh, and introducing new characters. I think it does a fantastic job of that. Yeah. Um, last thing before I get to the last thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh CGI and effects. Positive. We've already mentioned you guys have already mentioned that it looks fantastic. And I know that's Disney budget and spending half a billion dollars or whatever it was on it. But I think it looks fantastic. There's are you just there's something about even just I'm thinking of that scene inside the the oscillator core or whatever where um Poe's flying around and blowing up everything. Yeah, just the explosions cool. and everything looks so cool. The fire and uh, I I cannot praise this movie heavily enough and maybe that's why i love the sequel so much because it just is exactly what i love about star wars but presented in a much more clean and crisp sort of way and i just yeah that's that's just that can't change my mind i get the nostalgic feel and you know i love empire i think you describing it as clean and crisp is a very good way of describing it yeah Yeah. even the lightsabers look fantastic the dialogue and plot I think that those two things are what carry movies, and those two things were not. They had no, no. They were lacking like steady structure for one, like for the six to no seven to nine. That's my thing. Like if they had good dialogue and good um script, good good plot, holy cow, it would be like probably the best trilogy you could get because the visual effects are so good. You know what I mean? Mm. I just think I would have even connected with the characters more if they just made sense. And I didn't mm-hmm. feel so forced into everything, you know, forced yep. into being the same as what we already know, you know, mm-hmm. be different kind of thing. And that's why Finn was going to be amazing, in my opinion, if they did yeah. the I think. I agree. I think Finn's character would have been better if he uh, continued that path. But I do like that Finn kind of goes through a process and it's only through his care for Ray, I guess, that he realizes that he needs to be uh, something more than just running away. Mm-hmm. I think that's Deserter. this film. This, I think Last Jedi does the best at exploring the theme of identity, but definitely for Finn, he gets the best character arc in this movie. Yep. Definitely. I'll give you that. Last thing, and Jack, you mentioned it before, Ray's theme. I do not understand how you do not like it. It oh. is the perfect character theme. I would go as far to say is that it is top two character themes in in Star Wars. First being? Oh. Probably Kylo Ren would be first. Oh my lord! I'm sorry. I know Anakin's and Luke's and Yoda's are fantastic. What about Imperial March? (laughs) I wouldn't put that. I'd put that as Vader's theme, but I don't know. That kind of gets boring and repetitive when you listen to it so often. I, I think that Ray's theme is just so whimsical and calming, and it has exactly whimsical. It is so I can't take it seriously. Like it's yeah, really? stand up, you know, stand up against the. Really, end. you don't like the the slow build and then the euphoric kind of sense of triumph and then the uh, kind of fall and just back to tonally understanding. Really? I don't think it's bad. I just okay. don't think it's as what they intended it. Like obviously, you got that feeling. I did not get the. It's heroic. I don't get that for a main protagonist trying to fight against. The first order. I don't get that. It's it doesn't give me that kind of um sense of belief that you know things will be different kind of thing. You know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to say. 
Okay. It doesn't affect me like it should, and I didn't. And that's why I didn't like it. All right. Okay. Mm. I think I think the best way I can describe Bray's theme is that I listened to it like for fifteen minutes on repeat last night and just couldn't get over it. So, yeah. Someone have anyway. A <laughs> no, 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 no. I have no. I just really like Ray's theme. That's all. I I love music and I love soundtracks. And you guys know I like soundtracks because I, I love soundtracks. I, I, too. I have them on. But vinyl. just Ray's theme is icing no, on the cake. That was me with Kylo Ren when The Force Awakens came out. I was playing that YouTube video for four minutes on repeat every time. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Kylo yeah. Ren's build up like it's that is a proper, you know, like, oh, yeah, this guy means business. Everyone's just like, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> okay, it's, all right. It's Daisy. It's like, oh, Daisy, like, Daisy, really? <laughs> like, it's like, kind of, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, it's something. It's something. I don't know what it okay, is. Okay, all right. Um, We've rambled on with positives for a long time. Let's yes, get to some have. negatives. So, Mark, do you want to start us off? Yes. Yes. And I think I won't spend too long on it because we spent a long time on positives yeah. and also I think it's pretty well known. The, the the plot now I'm saying that it was a negative in the fact that it ripped off a new hope. Yeah. Like it was still an okay plot, but it just felt just plagiarized like a complete copy. Like, you know, change the words of my homework sort of thing. <laughs> That's what I got the gist of. Because the very beginning is is Poe Dameron putting like a little thing into BBA, which is a just device. Leia putting something into R2. Mm. Like the very start of the film is the same thing. And then the Star Killer base is the Death Star. And I don't need to continue because I think we all know. And then you got Ray being like Luke on a desert planet. Then you also. Oh, true, Jakku. Which, yep. how many times have we said we don't need to see any more like Tatooine yeah. or desert planets? I'm yeah, starting to get tired. The- the only exception I have for Desert Planets is Jeddah because I think there's such a rich history yeah. on Jeddah that... Jeddah it... has, like, the Jedi temples and stuff. Yeah. And that adds something to it. But also, Jakku have... is just a, it's just a sand planet with scavengers yeah. on it. Like, yeah, they... It's pretty boring. Adding on to Mark's point here, because I don't want to talk about my negatives Mark's talked about now, so I'm just going to uh, add to it. The ripoff of it, you also have... um. I know you like the start of it, and I like the start of this movie too. But it's basically similar in terms of um, we had the Empire and um, uh, ambushed the Tantive IV, and you have yeah. uh, the First Order coming into the village. They yeah. try to um, get the plans or whatever the special thing is, which happens exactly like this. They send the droid down. They send R two and C three PO down. Kylo Ren and Darth Vader uh, both entering yep. after the stormtroopers have yep. cleared it out. Then you also then you also literally have the what's it called um Law Santeca and Captain Antilles. Yeah. Oh yeah, kind of, I guess. But I'm I'm more just trying to say plot plot wise, it's it's a direct rip and I wasn't a big fan of a New Hope's plot. That's what my one of my major criticism was. So seeing it again but just revamped with characters I didn't really like as much as the originals just left a foul taste in my opinion. So yeah. yeah. There you go back to my yeah. So, yeah, plot, that's probably the main one. Writing of characters. I feel like in this movie it was okay, but I feel like it got just completely wise, Cooper, doing this. Why? What do you want to say, Cooper? No, you you had me thinking you were going to say something terrible about the characters being poorly written, but then you said it was okay, so I'm like, oh, he's changing his mind. I feel like this movie... Because it's the first one, they had a lot of opportunity to 
make him better in the next two movies. Like, as Jack was saying with Finn, like, we all, I think almost everyone seeing the trailers was like, oh, we're going to see a stormtrooper become a Jedi. That's awesome. That's like, awesome. I was so ready for that storyline. Yeah. And then there just nothing happened with it. And we were saying before the recording how Finn gets slowly, slowly pushed to the side throughout yeah. the three movies. Like, he just, I feel like he had so much potential as yep. a character. And then Ray. Now, I know how much people hate when we say this, but she's just a Mary Sue. <laughs> she's just yeah. a character who, like, you don't see it as much in this movie, but you see little glimpses of it that she's like, she's just a, she's a master at everything. She doesn't need mm-hmm. training. Like, she uses a Jedi mind trick without knowing anything about Jedi mind tricks. Yeah. She yeah. forces a lightsaber without knowing how to yeah. use the force. Beats Kylo like, Ren, who's been training. She she beats Kylo Ren in a lightsaber duel. Who Kylo has been trained in the in lightsaber combat, and she uh, hasn't. It's painful. Like, it's painful. Uh, yeah, it's just I can't handle it. It's you just can't too get much. behind it when it doesn't make sense. Like exactly, it just doesn't make sense for the universe of Star Wars. Like sure. Have a strong character, whatever, like, but just don't make it so obvious that you're trying to promote one thing. Like it's 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 so Disney. And in it's fact, so here's another Disney. one. Kylo Ren is using the force to interrogate her and she does it back to him. Yeah. Like she hasn't had any experience. You can't just be like, oh yeah, she's strong in the force, so she can stop a mind probe thing happening. And I completely disagree with the concept that she's a descendant of Palpatine. But let's just say that she is. Even if she was and was super strong in the force. She's not gonna know how to use it. Yeah, exactly. Luke didn't Luke was the son of Vader. He didn't know how yeah, to use the chosen it. Chosen one. He got he got his ass whipped around everywhere. Like he he did not know how to use it until Exactly. Vader. He had to get trained. Like it's I don't yeah. Even if even let's just say Finn was the main character, right? And Finn was written the same, I would still be complaining. It's not about who the character is, it's about how they're written. And it was exactly done and not thought like thought uh through. You know what I mean? Exactly. You can't, you can't. This is why next week's going to be controversial because I cannot fathom someone, um, pre- like defending the character of Luke Skywalker being written like that. It is yes, unreal, exactly. I agree with it with my whole heart, and I will fight to the death about it. Exactly. Because it makes zero sense, and you cannot yep. say it was good for it because they ruined yep. a whole. Tr- they ruined a whole saga of yep. the Skywalker uh, franchise yep. and the Skywalker meaning of it. Yeah. No. No, completely no, agree on all counts. No, no. And it's not just us going to be. It's not just going to be me, and Mark, and Mark and I against <laughs> Cooper. The whole world is unanimously who like Star Wars can say that it's a poorly written, lackluster yeah. I don't care. concept. I don't. So care. I am ready. I am pumped. You see, and I'm ready. This Man, is, I've been preparing evidence for four weeks. This evidence is but to taste. What mindless, mindless writing, mindless. Ideas. It's not mindless. This is but a taste of next week. We'll get into it next week. How can you say it's mindless? We they will get into that next week, and that will be a very interesting mild. episode. But for now, I'm going to continue with the characters. I know Harrison Ford wanted Han Solo to die, but I, I can't really get behind that. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I guess it makes like you could say it makes sense story wise. Kylo Ren's evil and all that, but. I just didn't really like it at all. Also, I didn't enjoy the the fact that Han and Leia have been separated for so long. And yes, you know, considering that they fell in love in the end of Episode Six, and that was though. If I can add quickly, I think it's quite interesting the fact that um they both 
it was the loss of their son that made them go back to... They said it alone. They both went back to what they're best at. And mm-hmm. that was Han being a smuggler and Leia leading the general, uh, being a general. So I thought that was quite uh, an interesting thing. Yeah, I agree. Indiana Jones movie in a nutshell. Yeah, I was about to say that as well. Indiana Jones. I haven't still haven't seen it yet, but from what I gather, it's a similar concept. Similar, similar. And um, I don't know if there's much else to say. I mean, it's just a carbon copy of A New Hope. The writing is pretty abysmal. <laughs> And the, if I think of anything to add on when you guys speak, I will do so. Alrighty. I'm going to make it short and sharp because next week I'm going to, I say all my negatives about the whole friend, uh, the whole um sequel trilogy. I'm not yeah. going to, because linking it all, it needs to be done in that movie because that is where the sequels go. <laughs> so anyway, um, I'm always really tempted to get some people on the podcast for it because honestly, we need no. <laughs> You just want to you just want to silence it. Cooper with all yeah. the correct opinions. No, yeah, literally correct oh, opinions. Yeah. Is that a, is there such a thing? There is in this yep. case. Well, I was very I was very conscious of the words I chose. Yeah. Good. Anyway, that's for next week. And yep. Um. Honestly, about next week too. I reckon we should just let Cooper um say everything. No. Me and Mike will stay silent, and um then we just absolutely rip rip it rip into him. I reckon that that's. That's what we need. Um, so I have anything- a feeling next week is going to be Cooper the has of the whole, Nights podcast. Cooper has a whole <laughs> court case of well researched and well thought out points to make, and then it'll just just be Jack and I just saying no. Yeah, that is wrong. That is false. Yeah. Anyway, that's how um, it's going to be. My negatives about this movie. Uh, obviously, I just said similar stuff to Mark, so I agree with Mark's point on everything. So extending on that, the stuff that he didn't mention which is kind of hard to do because it's literally almost the whole film <laughs> about the plot and everything. I think what the major issue I had with it, and it was evident obviously in the next ones, they did not have, they did not have an idea on what they were going to do from one to the end, uh, from seven to nine, which clearly yeah. just shows how lazy they are in terms of, they want to play it so safe. And I've said that multiple times on the podcast. I, Still cannot understand why they wouldn't have yeah. done written them all at the same time or at least come up with a general yeah. story. Disagree yeah, you can disagree by saying I didn't like the prequels, I didn't like the originals, whatever. At least they all had a start to finish on what they wanted to do mm. story wise. They let the creative directors choose what they wanted to like how they got to that kind of point, but then there was a beginning and there was an end point, right? Like exactly. Johnson, right? He did not. They he he didn't for the um last Jedi. He didn't know what was going to happen next, right? So fair credit to him. He did what he wanted to do. I don't I don't blame him in particular. I blame Disney and I blame how there was no creative team that had a one to one two three kind of structure with it. Like you, yep. the franchise, you can't just do your own thing in it. Anyway, it doesn't. So, yeah, it just doesn't but, make sense. Like yeah. logically, in my opinion, just logically, I can't yeah. see how it makes sense because it no. just means everything goes all over the place. I don't, yeah, this is why, like, I don't think people, if they had a structure, people, like, when Mark says he doesn't want it to be canon or whatever, he doesn't see it as canon, it's because there's no, there's no, like, one mind, there's no multiple, there's no creativity from start to end of anything. They're just, they're just, this one's a rehash, the next one goes off the rails, and the third mm-hmm. one's trying to, trying to do fan service and just make up its own thing. It's just, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. And that I is agree. What, 
It does not make sense. Yeah, and that's what infuriates me watching this film. And that's why I was saying to Cooper and everyone beforehand, saying how this movie, when I watched it first, was the best viewing I had of it because I didn't have the knowledge of the others, right? Exactly. Because we we left the theatre. This is what I said earlier. We left the theatre thinking we have got, like, this is going to be good. Like, it's going to lead into something good. Yeah, exactly. But now, after all the others, this one just feels useless and a waste of time like why do we need a reimagining of a new hope i yeah cool we got to see the only character i would out of all the new characters the only character i'll take away from these new movies is kylo ren i'm sorry poe's basically a rehash of han just pretty cool finn's just sideline and ray's just nothing basically she's just she doesn't do anything like on the other hand she's everything yeah exactly that's what i'm trying to say like she doesn't can i don't connect with her because there's no struggle there's no there's exactly. no, I'm not, I don't care that she doesn't know about like where she came from because it's, it's not different. It's kind of just, they, it's just lazy writing. They're just like, oh, how do we make this character different from anyone else? Like, Let me ask you a question. That's another plot point that they could have, like with the lightsaber and then with Ray's parents, they could have done something really good, I'm saying but then they just said, oh, she's a Palpatine. They had so much creative freedom with these. And that's why Cooper, we fight so heavily against it because it's literally probably like the worst of the worst ideas that they put into these movies. They had so much freedom to do whatever they wanted, and they did this. They did this. My biggest like, gripe what? is them ruining Luke. Yeah, like, uh, don't. But you, no, you have established... No, Luke have, is not ruined. You have established characters. You have you have books. You have, you have George Lucas, who created the Star Wars franchise, talk about all these characters, and then what did Disney do? They're like, yeah, let's just make all these legacy characters into nothing and make you hate them make you make you not believe in who they stood for he saved darth vader who was arguably the most (laughs) evil character in the entire (laughs) universe right and now what he doesn't have any hope he's hopeless they make him old weathered he 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 doesn't want to do anything about humanity he does not care about anything anymore from a new hope to no hope literally it's it's so objectively Appalling no, to watch no, my eyes. No, I don't want to no. see it. Anyway, let me finish up on this negative. Let's get back on track. Let's get back on track. I th- I thought some of the new edition characters were done all right, but overall they're just not as good as the ones that's come before, right? So it's just it was just hard to watch and hard to see. Like hard to you know when I watched even a New Hope and Phantom Menace, I was like I can get behind some of these characters, right? I want to see where they go with most no, of these. I, I I said most. I, uh, <laughs> when I'm talking about like watching this one, I couldn't get behind most of them, and especially I love Color Red from the start. But then when he got beat by Ray at the end, I'm like, why? Like, why would I get involved in Kylo Ren who can't even beat an untrained? I don't care what descendant she is, an untrained Jedi. He should be obliterating her or him or whoever. He did it to Finn. Why can't he? Why couldn't he do it to Ray? Basically, the same level. It's just she's got a bit of the Force. I don't understand. It's lazy writing. It's just bad, bad creative minds. I, I did not enjoy it, and it's hard rewatch. Okay, yeah. but it's not a bad film because it's a rehash of a good film. I agree. I agree. That's, yes, and that's that a great not, way of putting it. And there is no the humor is forced. It's no creative freedom. They didn't want to go outside the box, and when they did go outside the box, the next one, Last Jedi, happened. Done. Yeah. Yeah, it right. was fantastic. Cooper's negatives. Yeah, I, I'm not going to bother arguing back because I just love watching you guys rant. Because we'll do it next your, week. Get it all out of yeah. your system because yeah. it just makes me feel happy that um, <laughs> you guys 
find so much displeasure in that. Um, oh no, we're passionate. This this is why we're passionate. Yeah, we're all passionate. We all want. Star Wars is so different, which means everyone has their own opinions, which is good. It's just when you see the characters that personally I love the most, like Luke and stuff. Yeah. Something that is not even fathomable in my head that will happen happens. It's so heartbreaking. You know what I mean? Okay. And I guess you can like it if you want, but it's so heartbreaking for people who like Luke so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's where I feel like this next week is going to be so difficult because for me, I don't think Luke has ruined it all. Yeah. But that's what I mean. So it's going to be difficult to, to argue with reason because it's just opinions. This is what I'm saying. Next week almost would not be almost an argument as such. It's more just as a talk about opinions. Because yes, tomorrow next I'm, week is yeah. going to be more of an a very opinionated one. As because, I don't even know if it's going to be positives or negatives. I think if it's anything, just it's just going to be it's going to be more of a debate about the movie itself. I yeah, reckon. because if Cooper, like he said, he didn't think Luke's character was ruined. That's his opinion. I can't argue. It's not like it's like a debate topic about like school uniforms or whatever, like he did back <laughs> in high school and stuff. Like, yeah, there's no debate to it. It's just he likes that, and we can't even begin to agree with that it's just we can't agree but he's still entitled yeah he's entitled to, to it so it's more like when he says that we're just gonna have to sit here and go <laughs> like yeah, sure that's quite what he likes kind of thing you know what i mean so it's, it's it's gonna be hard but i fair enough fair enough i'm All still right. looking forward to it i'm looking forward to just hearing right. stuff more than we need we need to... everyone knows the negatives that's the thing everyone knows subjectively the negatives of you know even cooper would know himself about what the people are negative about. So I don't know a lot about the positives about it, apart from like a few things that some people liked. You know what I mean? So I'm more interested to see the unreal calls that that Cooper's yeah. going to make next week. So, yeah. Well, we will get into that next week. I'll just, yeah. I don't have a lot of negatives, so I'll speed through them and then nitpicks. Yep. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed, and I don't know why I hated this, Ray, uh, on, on, on Jakku, when mm. uh, they're in like the, the market area yeah. and... The poachers try and kidnap um Ray and BB-8. Ray bites one of them on the arm. Yeah, I noticed that. Why smart. do they need to do that? But that's kind of smart though. Let's think about it in real it life is. situations. If you don't have, if you're like stuck in a jam, you'll do anything you could to like get out of that. So I think that's. I didn't notice it, but I think that's almost probably a good thing that she did. <laughs> okay. You know, like it's using her brains, saying like, "Oh, I'm stuck here. What's anything I can do to get out of it? Oh, mm. Why not bite them?" Fair enough. And it hurts. <laughs> um, I think I know this is Disney logic, and we've spoken about this before. In theory, and sorry, by logic, Kylo Ren and Finn should have died. Hundred yeah. percent. Finn should have been split in two down the middle, and oh, Kylo Ren should have been decapitated. Yep. Yep. There's no. He would have been half of his way. face. Half of his face would have been off, and Finn would have been split in half entirely. I think. I think Kylo's whole head's coming off. Nah. The side of it, because he she yeah. went like because it went like this, so yeah. it would have gone. It would have yeah, cut but his still, head if you cut up, if you cut up that well, way, head like, still half. Half of your fa- that's worse than Snoke. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, but once again, that happens with the baseball bat, like Mark likes to mention. It just, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just like whatever the. Pop- I don't know if I, okay, that's something I can say about this movie. There were no baseball bats, so for that I'm thankful. Yeah, but it was almost just as bad. There because- were no baseball bats. It's no. just that they seem to only hit anyone with the tip of their lightsaber. Yeah, it's like. Oh, to be fair though, it makes no sense having this powerful weapon. It should be able to like you touch someone with it, there'll be a hole in them. You know, it's if it's, if um if I had if I had a choice, obviously I'll choose this over. Oh yeah, they should have done that in Obi Wan and stuff. 
Like, yeah. No baseball bats, thank you. At least they got marks from it, scars from it, you know. I mean, yes. in back, he probably would have had a massive scar on the back, you know. Mm. Like, that's fair enough. And he was in, in critical condition, at least. At least he didn't just walk it off <laughs> being funny as. He just got up and was like, ah, I'm done. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Just... I didn't mention this as a positive, but I'll say it positive, but I'll say it quickly. Um, I really liked the the lightsaber fight at the end. I thought that was pretty good in the snow. It was, it was pretty cool. good. The lighting was good. The scene yeah. was, but the scenery was also good. I think the choreograph yeah. needs to be better for the whole series, not just this one. Yeah. I think it could be better. I'll debate that next week. Um, and the music. last thing, the last negative, and it's just simply based off of logic, and I know it's Star Wars. The plan to enter Starkiller Base at light speed should not work. Last yeah, I'm going I was thinking faster well. than the speed of light, yeah. and they are able to pull up at the last yeah, second. They can, that and not just not that, happen. but their reaction time is faster than the speed of light. Yeah, they can it pull should, out of hyperspace. They can pull out of hyperspace as they light enter speed, the atmosphere. Light speed travels in these movies have been horrendous. Light speed tracking in the sequels, and, yeah. and then the, and then the light speed through a whole fleet can somehow demolish all of them instead of just one because it's going through one. I don't. Visually, I I, I thought I. It was just logic. I I thought it was a cool scene to watch, but I think logically, shouldn't have, shouldn't have worked. There's a lot of unlogical stuff with this movie, especially the power extracting power of the sun with the the star killer base two seemed a bit. Oh, uh, I'm alright with that. I didn't think that impractical was too though. So so yeah. not practically. It's, easy, right. it's easier than getting kyber crystals. I do have a question about that actually because I didn't figure it out during the movie. They kept saying when the sun is gone. Do they mean the light, or does it literally mean like they destroy the sun by absorbing all of its power? Uh, I, think I think they do. Yeah, think they, they destroy do. the sun. Yeah, because then that just—I mean, you can't say this in Star Wars because there's so many other times you could argue about science and physics. But if you destroyed the sun, that it wouldn't make sense. But anyway, we won't I be on that. Maybe it's not destroying this. Uh, maybe it just. It, the sun needs to like recharge. recharge. <laughs> well, that's that's what I was thinking. Like, it sounds hard. funny. It sounds funny, but that's what I was thinking. Probably more realistic, actually, for Star Wars. Yeah. All right, that was a very hearty very discussion. All right, is that um, the end of? Yep. Sick. Yep. We'll get into some quotes and then we'll play the game. I yep. uh, don't have a lot of quotes, but we'll that's go right. through them anyway. And then we'll finish with scene change. Oh, yeah. I forgot about okay. That. About that ready? Quotes. Hmm. Go do the quotes first so I can start thinking about the scene change. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, all right. Did you see that? I saw it. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, Finn was... getting his chance to shine in the shine yeah. in the uh, mm. in the tie cockpit. Um, this is when Poe's describing BB-8 to Finn. He says, his BB-8 unit, orange and white, one of a kind. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, Ray says, the garbage will do, referring to the Millennium Falcon. Unkar Plutt says, no. that's mine. It's not. One quarter oh, yeah. portion. portion. <laughs> um, Chewie's, oh no, Han's first quote, Chewie were home. That's pretty cool. Another Han quote, crazy thing is, it's true. The Force, the Jedi, all of it, it's all true. That's mm-hmm. pretty like, big for Han to admit that though. I agree. Yeah. Mars gets a quote, if you live long enough, you see the same eyes in different people. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty powerful quote. Good one. Yeah. I wonder how old Mars is. Probably like Yoda species and lives for years. She looks pretty old. She looks pretty old. The belo- Okay, this one, I want to just uh, have a meaning behind it. The belonging you seek is not behind you, it is ahead. 
Mars says that. Do you reckon that is referring to Luke Skywalker? The belonging you seek is not behind you, it is ahead. Do you reckon that's referring to Luke? Maybe she just really means mean... the resistance or something like that. Yeah, maybe. Maybe don't stay in the past of your... Or maybe she's referring to the fact that Ray supposedly is meant to be restoring New Jedi Order. Yeah, uh, maybe yeah. like more just don't think about, forget the past, kind of like what Kylo said. Yeah, like. don't dwell on the past. Yeah, yeah okay. All right. <laughs> That's a quote for next week. Yeah. Uh, okay, Hux's speech, and they will remember this as the last day of the Republic. Yeah. That was good. Uh, Han says, I like this thing about the bowcaster. Mm. Finn, that's one hell of a pilot. <laughs> Who wants to do Han's funny quote? Mark, do you want to do Han's funny quote? The one on Starkiller Base. Uh-huh. Finn. I think yeah. I know what you mean, yeah. All right. yeah. <clears throat> that's not how the Force works. Yeah. <laughs> Sanitation. <laughs> Sanitation? Uh... As long as there's light, we've got a chance. I think that's a pretty cool, like, um, uh, I don't even know what to call it. Symbolism, yeah. Um, I guess. Yep. And physical light. <laughs> this is a recurring quote, um, and it's Kylo Ren. I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. Rise also. And the last quote I have listed down, traitor! <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. That's good. All right, guys. Oh, I'm scared. It's time. For yeah. who, who has, has more, more screens? Screen oh. Go on, why together make... online. Why are you making it so difficult for me? No, no, because I heard it's you, but delayed. you delayed in my ears, so I was like, I want to slow down for you. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, I'm so a, reminder, a reminder of the scores. Jack, you're on five. Mark, you're on four because you won <laughs> last week. I'm so scared. Three left. I have a question for Jack. Did you re-watch oh. this film? Uh, no, see, I haven't watched any of them apart from the one I watched with you guys, and I will obviously watch The Last Jedi with you guys again, but okay. I watched it like a month ago, a couple months okay. ago. So I think that'll be unreal, like watching it like three times in, in two months. Mm. So, but I like watching I like watching it with you guys in person. It's good. It's good fun. Mm. All right. I've got... Um, that sounds weird. I've got seven comparisons. Okay. Some of them actually, now that I look at it, seem kind of wasted. Anyway, we'll go through them anyway. Who has more screen time? Han Solo or Finn the Traitor? Five, four, three, two, one. Finn. Yeah, I mean that was that was pretty that because was pretty uh um it's about to end basically. Yeah. I almost forgot about the five second thing and I almost said Finn straight away. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you're curious, Finn had 31 minutes and 45 seconds. Oof. Han had... Tw- Finn had the second most amount of screen time in this movie. Han had 20 minutes and 30 seconds. I feel like that's still quite high, though. It I'm is. Yeah. Who has more screen time? Kylo Ren or Han Solo? Five, four, three, two, one. Han... Wow, we are two for two. Congratulations. Did you say Han as well? Yeah. Yeah. Kylo Ren, 19 minutes, Han, 20 minutes, 30. Who has more screen time? Poe Dameron or Chewbacca? Five, four, three, two, 
one. Chewy. Oh. oh. Poe has eight minutes and 45 seconds. Chewy has eight minutes. Oh. oh. That could be the side of the sea. That could be the side of, oh. of the series. Oh, no. Poe Dameron. Chewy. Who has more screen time? Leia Organa or Mars Kanata? Five, four, three, two, one. Mars. Who'd you say, Jack? Leia. Please. Mars has four minutes. What'd you say, Mark? Yeah, Mars Kanata. You said Mars and Jack said Leia. Leia has six minutes, 15. Oh, no. It's over. Damn. (laughs) All right. Oh, it's over. I just not, thought, not quite. Yeah, Mars is only for like the Mars like castle bit, so I thought hopefully that would be less. Who has more screen time, Mars Kanata or General Hux? Five, four, three, two, one. Hux. Mars. Oh, but did really? you guys differ Mars? again? Yeah, Mars was high. Come on. Mars had four minutes, as you know. Hux had three minutes forty-five. Oh no! I'm just going. Oh no, Mark! Come on. So now the pressure is Jack. Can you get a perfect score? Because oh, you're God. you're yeah. perfect so far. He's already won, hasn't he? I can't win this. I feel like there wasn't yeah. that many characters in this one, though. So. There wasn't. There's not. Yeah, there's Mark, more. There's more next week. If I win this one, and if Mark wins the next two, well, well you've already won. So the my best option is a tie for the whole series now. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think I'm on my mark. Give it a time. Who, who has more screen time? C3PO or Supreme Leader Snoke? Five, four, three, two, one. C3PO. Who'd you say, Jack? C3. C3PO, one minute 45. Supreme Leader Snoke, two minutes. No! No! I didn't get perfect. No. No. And the last one. Who has more screen time? Unkar Plat or R2D2? Five, four, three, two, one. Unkar Plat. However you pronounce it, yeah, Unkar. Unkar has, I hate that name. One minute. R2D2, one minute 15. No! Oh my god. I shouldn't have done that. I should have left it on one. Did I only get two, right? Yes. Oh my lord, that is horrendous. That's probably Mark's worst performance, I think. Mark, I you think only got the first two right. Oh <laughs> my goodness. Mark. That's all right. That's all right. That's this hilarious. just goes to show about the sequels, doesn't it? <laughs> Consider my have... performance a performance of the sequels. I was going to say, oh, I definitely have watched the sequels more than Mark. So. I watched it last night and I still only got two right. Yeah. I think overall, I probably rewatched it more, though, the sequels. <laughs> a little bit. Okay. Scene change. I have one. Do you want to go first, or it's, do you want me to go? Yeah, I'll, I'll go. It's okay. it's. I think there's a lot of, and once again, this movie I could probably pick a few, like quite a few of them. But I think the one that would have just made me more un, like care about um Kylo and Ray a bit more in terms of their character story is have would have changed the scene where Ray beats Kylo and hits him. I would have had the if you're going to keep the ground parting because of the thing I would have had the ground part like when they were blocking and then the ground kind of parted so it kind of left it a bit cliffhanging-ish because I yeah. don't like how or have Kylo win it does not make sense that Ray should have, Ray won that it does not make any sense because ground didn't part Ray would have killed him and then agree 
It makes no sense. Get rid of that. It would have been a little bit better with the ending, in my opinion. Yep. You know? Yeah. All right, shall I go? If you want, yep. Other than almost a big chunk of the movie itself, mm-hmm. I would probably, and I, this is actually, this one might be controversial because I think it alters the character development of Kylo Ren quite a lot and maybe even in a negative way, but yeah. I would not have him kill Han. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. And honestly, it's, I know it's for a terrible reason, but I think that's just because I don't, I just don't like it. I reckon. But yeah. I, even like I said before, it wouldn't, and this wouldn't have made sense either, but what if Kylo Ren actually did go back to the light side and this went one. with Han Solo in that scene? You know what? I was thinking about this. If he went light, and then whole switcheroo, making you think he's going to be the main protagonist of the film, switches with Ray, and Ray goes evil. He goes so Ray's a antagonist in the end, and then Carlo's a protagonist. They wouldn't. They would. How bold would that have been? And that would have been really silly. interesting. That would have been unreal. That would have been pretty cool. That would have been a yeah. surprise. I would have gotten like because you know how like they tried in Rise, Ooh. they tried to make it seem like Ray was going to turn evil in that trailer. Like that wasn't happening in the final one. Like that yeah, was, no. You know what I mean? Like that I... was not. But if they did in this one, holy cow. Imagine like I got Ray another one. Killed like someone by accident turns evil, Carlo turns good. Oh, crazy. crazy. I have one more. Yep. It's not as much a scene change as it is a character change. I would just have it that Finn becomes a Jedi. Yeah, also true. Yep. Okay. I also have a scene change and a scene addition. addition. I'll start with the change. I'll change with the change. And this would completely alter the story of the whole sequel trilogy, and I'm interested to know what you think about it. Have R2-D2 not have the entire map. Make the second movie have be more of a scavenger hunt for, that for the, the map, and then have the third movie be, or maybe towards the end of the second movie, have Luke find Rey, and then have like a final battle in the mm. third movie. I don't know. You know I, what? That sounds better than The Last Jedi. <laughs> Sounds very Lord of the Rings, like we were talking about. This. I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking it sounds like Lord Make of the Rings when he I said think, that. I think that would have been better than what we got, probably in terms of more linear, like point yeah. to point. But at least they knew where they would have been going. Yeah, but if I did that, I feel like it would have been a not powerful story there as a whole. Okay, you know yeah. what I mean. It would have been. I agree. Well, I agree it yeah. depends on it's... depends on Luke at the end. Yeah, yeah. It depends on how they do the final final movie. Like they would have had to make that like a return that when when you watch it, Return of the King esque kind of I think Mark. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, my my scene addition, and I'm interested to know what you think of this, and I've got reasons why I chose this one. I said, show General Hux retreating from Starkiller Base with Kylo yeah. Ren. Mm-hmm. Not only would it build his character more, but it, I think the interactions and dialogue between him and Kylo as they leave towards yeah. Snoke. Would would like really build that tension between because them. Hux had to save him, yeah. And Kylo likes to feel superior to him. True, yeah. true. I think that would be a really cool scene addition to. I don't think it would have made sense in the way the well, movie was going, but you see, I was thinking while watching it that Hux is ordered to go save him and get off the planet whilst it was already blowing up. So how did he have time? He didn't even know where Kylo was. So how did he have time to go there? Pick him up, get him off the planet. Star Wars does this all the time, even with the Death Star first one being blown up and stuff and everything. It just they always leave out the people running away and Mm. never show it. They just you just have to assume that they get away somehow. Yeah, you know. But yeah, 
That's cool. I like that. I did not bring any questions prepared to finish off, but I do want to mention something, and I'm curious to see if you guys noticed this. In the credits, they went in the order of Harrison Ford first, then Mark Hamill, then Carrie Fisher, then Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, Adam Driver, so on. They started with Legacy. The original three, even though Mark Hamill barely got any screen time, yeah, well, and Leia didn't either. I get why they did that, but I would have put Carrie Fisher second. I would yeah. have as well, yeah. Especially if you're going off screen time. It should be screen mm-hmm. time. It should be Legacy, then screen time. So Mark's lost so, yeah. that, you know, bit. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's all I wanted to say. But I don't have any questions prepared this week. I'm sorry. I just... Make sure... That's right. Uh, it was already quite a long episode. Well, yeah. I was going to say, next week, don't have questions either, because I guess the questions no. you can ask during the during the actual yeah. I feel, if you when you're still listening to this right now guys i think the structure we oh, we haven't discussed it but i think a good structure would almost just be having plot topic talk talk about like talk about a topic thing branch off our opinions about it then just not like going a linear start to finish positive negatives i think we just talk about yeah. what we're in this i think we just talk about the movie and what we thought of it so next yep. week might be a, a bit less structured but it could be a bit more of a fun debating kind of yep. uh, opinionated be prepared you might enjoy it we'll wait and see anyway guys yeah great episode that was a great episode um good start to a good trilogy (laughs) interesting i'm not going to say anything (laughs) all right thanks for listening guys and we'll uh, catch you next week thank you see you later bye thanks for listening to the coruscant nights podcast don't forget to follow us on social media on instagram facebook and youtube Go check us out on Patreon if you want more content from us or if you want to support our growth. And once again, thanks for listening. And from the Coruscant Knights team, may the force be with you.